Hey, everybody. How's it going? Welcome to Dare Show. Uh, so this week, we're talking about, of course, a blog post inspired this bad boy. And that, as always, is at AboveAverageLeadership.com. You know what? There's a whole bunch of stuff at AboveAverageLeadership.com. I don't know why you're not checking out every day, but you should. So you can check out, there's the blog post, which is awesome. There's free resiliency course on there. There's ways to schedule me to come speak. There's ways to hire me as a coach for yourself. All kinds of fun things. You can even go on there and just get a free coaching session if you want it. All you got to do is hit contact, and I will get in touch with you, and we can set this sucker up and start getting some clarity. So head over to AboveAverageLeadership.com to check that stuff out. Also, got to do it. Got to put it out there. If you have a lady in your life or happen to be one, I know you're a small percentage of the audience, but check it out. Head over to TeamHopeLifters.com. Okay, that's Jess's website. It's, it is an awesome community that she's building over there. Uh, it's all about fitness. It's about spiritual well-being. It's about mental well-being. It's about being the best version of you you can be if you are a lady. So please check out TeamHopeLifters.com. Anyway, today, guys, we're talking about, well, I'm using an analogy in this one. I'm using an analogy about achieving the clinch. And I get into it at the top of the show, so I'm not going to bore you over here. But essentially, the takeaway I want you to have from this is go achieve the clinch with life. Achieve the clinch on your goals. Start moving forward and close the distance. So anyway, I hope you guys enjoy the show. And here we go. Five. All right, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> it's like, ready? 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 <laughs> ready, ready, go. It's like double dutch, getting ready to hit record. <laughs> uh, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing all right. Are you from around here? <laughs> I'm actually from very nearby. Cool. I'll have to check you out sometime. <laughs> are you on Insta? Anyway, you so. Peep me on Insta. <laughs> peep her on the gram, folks. At Team Hope Lifters. All right, anyway. That's enough plugging you. Wait, sorry. Um, I'm breaking news. Anyway, so. <laughs> Today, we're going to talk about a blog that I wrote. <gasps> it's shocking. I know. I know. We're switching it up. <laughs> we're going crazy. It's in the 2020, Jumanji. Um, but so the blog is on AboveAverageLeadership.com, as always. Yes. And uh, this week, I used an analogy for something that I absolutely love. And I guess to sum it up, that something is violence. Uh, no, but that something <laughs> is combatives. More specifically, the Modern Army Combatives Program. That was actually put together by a friend of mine, Matt Larson. Yes. Um, l- long time ago. We won't say how long ago because I don't want to date myself or Matt. But So kind of you. So anyway, uh, I use the culminating event of the Level 1 program mm-hmm. as an analogy in this blog. And the culminating event is something called the clinch drill. Now, for those who are unfamiliar, right? it, it is one of my favorite things ever. For for a lot of reasons. So You do get an extra twinkle in your eye. I love the clinch drill. <laughs> but I don't love it for the sake of getting to punch people, which is what you would think. I think really? That is a bonus. That's a bonus. That's a perk <laughs> to what I really get out of it. So I before I retired, I was a level four, and then they changed that to master of combatives because, you know, we can't just leave well enough alone. Right. At any rate. Switch it up. At that level, you you can set up tournaments, you can set up, you you can do anything in the combatives realm Mm. as a level four. And so, as such, you know, there's not a lot of us, there weren't a lot of us in the military then, and 
anywhere I went, I was kind of the guy. I was put in charge of that battalion's combatives program. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes it was a shared responsibility with other level fours, which was great. Right. Because I didn't have to do it all myself. Right. And it's more fun when you get to share it around a little. Sure. Um, But at any rate, so... It's a three three week course, mm-hmm. and they learn you know basic kind of blue belt level jujitsu, mm-hmm. mixed in with some other ways to like you know subdue and control combatants. Right, like a hand to hand kind right. of right hand to hand combat. Sure. Right. At any rate, the culminating event is this thing called the clinch drill, and what that is is throughout the course they're taught several different clinches, and what a clinch is is a way for me to grab a hold of you, so you can stop punching me, mm-hmm. and I can effectively you know take control of the fight then take you to the ground finish the fight etc right um and so they're taught these different ones throughout the course and in the end they have to achieve the clinch three times with strikers and so okay. the way that works is the instructors put on boxing gloves mm-hmm. and the candidates put in their mouthpiece right and they have to close the distance that means move towards the striker uh-huh and achieve the clinch. Now, the striker, who has these boxing gloves, gets to punch the candidate in the face and body. Right. Okay. I will be totally honest here. Uh-huh. There is a pattern to which we can strike. Ah. Now, if you are a savvy <laughs> young soldier, you might find this out before you do the clinch drill. <laughs> or you should be taking notes currently. <laughs> Here's the thing. Yes. In the heat of it, I might forget the order. Oh. So don't research it. You're just cheating yourself <laughs> out of the experience. Uh, <laughs> and the striker. Right. So anyway, it's it's not something where you're going to, you're not going to die. Right. right? The, no. the strikers can't, we can't go out there trying to knock somebody right. out. You're not just going to go out there and tee off on somebody. Um, but at any rate, so you have to achieve the clinch mm-hmm. three separate occasions with that striker where they can no longer effectively punch you. Okay. And so it's one of those things, you know, what I got out of it is... As a striker for most of my career, that's what I was doing, is I got to to witness people overcoming things. Yeah. You know? Right. Just a little, like, we'll go down a small rabbit hole here. Like, when I would teach that course, leading up to the clinch drill, probably a week before it, I would ask, like, hey, who's never been in a fight? Who's never been punched in the face? Right. And it, shockingly, you know, we're, <laughs> we're talking like a generation or two removed from when I joined at this point. Right. The vast majority, over 70% of soldiers were coming in saying, never, right. never have I ever. Little shaky hands going right. up in the air. <laughs> and I would say, like, it's not a big deal. You know, that means right. you stayed out of trouble. Good for you. Just to get them to admit they never been punched in the face. Right. And I was always really surprised because yeah. me growing up, that was like, yeah. that's how you sorted things out. Well, I think our generation, it was kind of like, if you had a problem, let's go outside and solve it. Check out the hook while the DJ revolves. Right, exactly. Ice, ice, baby. Sure. Too cold. <laughs> but I particularly... In the male side of things, right. I mean, that was, I don't know, when I was, when we were growing up, that was an acceptable form of solving it. And because not only did you get to take out the aggression and explain your frustration in a physical way, but then it was done. It was over. There was no, yeah. We it didn't, didn't, it didn't just keep on going. We didn't film it. Right. We didn't tell everyone about it on social media before it <laughs> right. happened. We, we would there. make sure like it was you and your two buddies knew. Right. There was no... You know, I'll meet you at high noon by the fountain. No, it was like (laughs) after school. Right. And it wasn't like an hour after school. It was like, you get your ass behind wherever. Right. 15 minutes after that last (laughs) bell rings, let's slug this thing out and be done with it. And be done. No one brought a knife. No one brought a gun. No one brought anything but their fists. And that was it. And there was usually a handshake at the end. And And the winner walked away and the loser walked away. And that was that. Right. 
So the majority of these kids have never done that. Right. And so, <laughs> you know, you got to see that fear. Yeah. Yeah. Which is palpable because, you know, by the time I'm the striker and I'm a level four, right. I'm like way grown. You right, know, right. You you have your man body. I'm like thirty. Yeah, I lift weights every day. Right. I've deployed a few times. I've killed human beings. Right. And now I'm gonna punch an eighteen year old kid in the face. Right. Well, and they've also been with you now for a week or two, and they've seen what else you've taught them right. and what else you can do in demonstrations. So the intimidation factor is high. Yes, yes. They they think that there's no one I can't hurt. Right. And they're not <laughs> entirely wrong. But um, <laughs> and so they're they're afraid. Yeah. You know. And yeah. so as a striker, it was cool because I did I did absolutely nothing to dissuade that fear except tell them to rely on what they learn in the course. Right. Because we do take time to teach them, like, keep your chin down, keep your eyes up, keep your hands up, angle, change levels. Like, all the things that will keep you from getting punched and get you in a position to achieve the clinch and then take the fight, you know, impose your will on your opponent. Right. So that's what the clinch drill is, and I use it in the blog this week, and I really wanted to talk about it, just that as kind of a, a life tactic. Yeah, um, that's a good one. Because I feel like, you know, a lot of times, here's the deal. For them to graduate, they have to do it. Right. There's no there's no option. You can't opt out. You can't get a letter from mom. There's no, right. you're climbing the rope today, Skippy. Like, you have to right. do it. Right. And so... Their goal in that moment, because look, I'll tell you what, level one is the hardest level of combatives until level three. Level three sucks. Level three is a <laughs> smoker. You hurt. Right. It's just painful, right? Mm -hmm. um, but level one is really, it's it's a tough course. Yeah. You're using muscle groups in ways that you've never used them before. Right. Accessory muscles you didn't know existed. <laughs> you're sore. You're cut up. You've got, you know, right. mat burns all over your feet and arms and elbows and, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So by that last day, you're, you're done. Right. And I think particularly, you know, just like we were talking about that, the generation of people, if that's not something that you did, if you weren't into jujitsu as a kid or right. even, you know, like karate or some of the other martial arts. <laughs> or you, using you your have, muscles. <laughs> right, right. I mean, you have zero experience as just the average person right. on on how, how it works. And so it's designed hard. Right. And then you're still not done. Right. You've got to get hit now. Right. And here's the thing. There's, there's not a statute of limitations on strikes. Mm -hmm. Like, people always soldiers would ask me like hey how many times can you strike before it's over and i would say until you get the clinch killer right like right. i don't stop until you achieve the clinch right if it takes three hits or 25 and so they know on that last day because that's the other thing there's no like lofty graduation for level one you achieve the clinch three times and you get a high five and that's it and then you get a certificate like done. a week later um and so that's that's it. Like that, they have to do it. Right. There is no option. In order to hit that goal that you've already put all this work into, you have to do this. Right. Which just adds to the pressure in the moment of how they're feeling when they're next in line and they see you as the striker. <laughs> and and it does. It adds to the pressure because I, I think it adds to it. But I think at the same time, what. What gets them to, to push go on closing the distance in the first place is that knowledge. It's yeah. that first pragmatic acceptance of, like, there's no option here. Right. This is the culminating I event. I have to do this. Right. And so then, you know, the goal is graduation. Right. 
to pass the course. Mm-hmm. The problem in their way is me. Right. <laughs> and, you know, in that scenario, that's a daunting problem. Yes. You're a large problem. And they, <laughs> they've seen me, like you said. Like, they know what I'm capable right. of. And so, but to accept in the moment, like, there, there's no other way. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, we talk a lot about being asymmetrical. We talk about finding different solutions. But sometimes... Right. There is only one solution. Right. Can't go over it. Can't go under right. it. <laughs> you got to go through it. And sometimes that only solution that's remaining mm-hmm. sucks. Yep. Sometimes that's a fact. it sucks and it's going to hurt. Right. It's going to be difficult. It's not mm-hmm. going to be fun. There's no good way through this but forward. Yeah. And to acknowledge it in the moment and go, this is it. Right. This is my only choice. Right. And it's going to be worth it. If if I can if I can suck it up, buckle down, make it happen, then I'm done. I get to say I've achieved this. Right. And the other good thing about acknowledging that it's going to suck is then you can get past that. Right. You can go, yep, that's a true fact. Next slide. <laughs> right. Because look, th- there's nothing you can do to change that it's going to suck. No. The only thing you can do, it is going to suck no matter what. I promise you, promise you, promise you, never in thousands of clinch drills that I was a striker in did anyone ever close the distance, achieve the clinch without getting punched by me. It never, ever happened. Right. Okay? I'm quick. I got good hands and I'm a good striker. Right. You're getting punched. Right. So that's going to happen, but all you can do now is mitigate it. And you've got tools at your disposal to do that. You've got things that you were taught, things that you learned that you can do to mitigate how bad it sucks. Right. <laughs> and that's the thing I think far too often, and we'll, we'll probably go on a little tangent on this part, because you see it in your work, far too often people get to that first like acknowledgement that there's a problem mm-hmm. in the way of their goal, right. and that problem sucks, right. it's going to be hard, mm-hmm. and it might hurt, right. and they tap out. Right. They don't take a single step forward, they say, I'm done. Right. Right. Or there's there's that you know, half, half shuffle step towards, and it's like, oh, never mind. This is, this is going to be too difficult. It's too much. It's right. too whatever. But it's just not the case. If, if the goal is on the other side, you have to keep going forward. And I can tell you, like, that half-hearted approach, particularly in this scenario, mm-hmm. it doesn't work. And I'll tell you why. Because if you start coming at me and you take a half step back as I'm throwing a jab. Right. See you, kid. Right. Lights out, dude. Right. You're just prolonging. But if you catch it on the chin, <laughs> backpedaling, you're going down. And that's yeah. the same when you're going after anything that is going to suck and be hard. If you don't right. just go forward, right. it's going to catch you on your heels and that's it. Right. It's game over. Well, and that's the application for life is that there's you and there's your goal. And in between you and your goal are all of these strikers sure. that are waiting for you. 100%. <laughs> and, and it's going to be hard and it's going to suck and it's gonna, you're going to have to have a game plan. But, but it's possible. <laughs> but the thing, you know, what, I think what we're talking about right now is like that doesn't mean don't do it. Right. Exactly. In fact, if anything, like let that acknowledgement of it sucking be the thing that empowers you to go because now the hard part's over you know it's going to suck right there's no question mark there's no you don't even have to sit there and go maybe not no it's going to suck you're getting hit right this problem is going to punch you right it's the same thing when you get up and you're going to work or you're dealing with whatever and you know that person is going to be there on the same day that you're there and they're they're the person that always seems to 
to knock you back or to have something negative to say or some sort of criticism. They're going to be there. You're going to have to deal with it. Right. You know that it's going to suck. So put on a good attitude. <laughs> and that's the thing, you know, and you're exactly right. Put on a good attitude because in that moment when the, when that soldier's standing there getting ready to go. Right. They, they have to go. It is what it is. Right. It is what it is, man. Right. You need that little half smile and that sigh and right. just go for it. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I used the opposite of this. It was almost like a fake it till you make it for my kids a lot of the time. <laughs> when something was going to super suck, right? I would always go, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. And when I said, it's going to be great, they're like, oh, no. Right. Everybody it's going to be the worst. This isn't going to be great at all. But I'll tell you what. I can... Countless soldiers would stand there and look at this task, whatever it was at that point, that was going to suck. The gas chamber sucks. Right, yeah. And they'd come over to my platoon, the battalion commander, like, what do you think first? Like, it's going to be great, sir. Like, knowing full well, <laughs> they were about to bleed goo out of their whole face. Right. But that acknowledgement that it's going to suck and then just roll with it. Yeah. Because the next part of that is moving forward. Right, you're making progress. And so once you're there, move forward. Right. Like, don't, don't half-step it. Don't... But the other thing with moving forward that I really want to talk about a little bit is that people think that means just go. Right. Like, yeah, that's a method. Right. But I bet you're going to get caught. Yeah. I can tell you the soldiers that that stood across from me and said, all right, I'm going to charge him. Like, okay, dude. Right. (laughs) I'm also a pretty effective counterpuncher. Right. Um, You can't. You know, we talk so much about planning. And sometimes that problem, you don't have time to sit down and jot down a back plan for three months to figure out how to get through it. Mm -hmm. But you do have that moment of pragmatic acceptance and that first step forward where you start really doing the inventory of what do I need to do? Because you, you took out the suck factor already. Right. You don't have to focus on that. Right. You already know that's part of it. When the strikes start landing, you can, you can zone out because you knew it was coming. Right. That was part of what you started walking towards in the first place. Right. So you can methodically move in. Yes. With the tools you've got at your disposal and then keep your head up, like right. keep your chin down, keep your eyes up, you right. know, start thinking through the problem because you're not worried about the static noise of how hard it's going to be. Right. Right. You can confidently take the take steps without just running wildly at something right. and, and flinging yourself you know, at, you, at the striker or whatever the problem is and hoping for the best. You're going to screw it up. Right. I mean, that's I mean, what's going to happen. That's just nonsensical. To, to just run like a toddler towards the curb. <laughs> and the reason I bring gonna, that up. It's going to be bad. Is I think in life, when problems present themselves, I think that those are the two most common reactions. Mm-hmm. Is either A, I'm going to run away from it because right. it sucks and it's going to be hard. Right. Or B, I'm going to barrel headlong into this. Right. And... You know, at the end of the day, like neither one of those methods work. And let let's say you barrel headlong through it, you know, mm-hmm. but you've got like you might be able to sprint right past me, but that wasn't the objective hot shot. Right. You got to put your hands on me. Right. You know. Right. You missed it, and now your problem's chasing you. Right. Or you close the distance too quick, and you're at a weird angle. So now you're just catching uppercut after uppercut, wondering what went wrong. Right. Well, you didn't take your time. Right. You didn't pick your shot. And that's the thing, like, it's going to suck. And (laughs) you've got to be able to to keep it together, to remain chill, Mm -hmm. and pick your shot. Mm, That's good. Because I'm telling you, like, when we're talking about this particular act, this exercise, like, if you come in high, Mm -hmm. you're getting dinged. Right. 
if you come in too low, <laughs> we're going to test your chin with an uppercut. Right. <laughs> but if you come in high and then shoot low, man, you got a real shot here. Yeah. And it happened. You know, I, kids would catch a glancing jab for me and then they'd shoot low. And I'll tell you what, like problems have a tendency to respond to how well you handle them. Mm-hmm. Like, That's true. We talked about the universe isn't out to get you before and how you right. can impose your will on it. And the reality is, like, if I had a kid come in, perfect form, right? Mm -hmm. Strafing, moving his feet, chin down, eyes up, hands up, ready. Right. Like, he was moving with a purpose, mm -hmm. and then he caught, like, a half a little shot, and then changed levels on me and came in, I'd let him do it. Right. Because you did it right, man. You right. listened. You right. applied what you were taught. Right. Everything that you learned that was an important takeaway, you just implemented. And the accessory problems of getting punched tend to go away. And now your only problem set left is getting that clinch set in and doing the last little movement to show me how you could take me down. Mm -hmm. And it's the same in the real world. Like, if you look at a problem set at work as a leader, let's say, mm -hmm. and you know that you've got till the end of Friday to get whatever craziness accomplished and you've got your team of 10 that have got to help you do it. And of that team of 10, five of them are just, you know, they're on their own program, man. Like you don't know <laughs> any you don't, day. You don't know what they know, what, right. what they're going to do. <laughs> Every day with them is a new adventure. Right. What version of them is going to show up. Yeah. We've Hey, any leader's been there yes. where they've got that crew and they're like, okay, I don't know which version of this one's showing up today. Yeah. I really hope it's this version because right. I need them. <laughs> well, even your kids are like that. Sure. You know, they wake up on the wrong side of the bed or they're stressed out about something or they've got whatever going on in their life. And you're like, okay, today is an important day. I need everybody to act right. Right. Please, please, guys. And so in those <laughs> moments that that whatever you need to accomplish that day is the parent or is the head of the house or the leader at work, that's the striker. Right. That's your problem. That's the thing separating you and your goal. Right. And those other moving pieces... That's the punches. Right. That is the punches. Exactly. And it's how you approach that actual problem will right. influence that accessory madness yes. of the kids or the coworkers right. or, you know, the hooks. Right. I mean, you can, you can, from a parental standpoint, you can definitely exacerbate the situation if you, if the kids are, they're up and you, it's an important day, I need everyone to act right, and one of them comes out and they're real grumpy, and if I get on them immediately about change your attitude, da -da -da, you know, right. and I'm just all up in their business. It doesn't, they don't go, oh, well, shoot, I should fix my attitude because this important thing is happening. Right. They come right back at you, and <laughs> like, now it's oh, worse. We're doing, we're doing this today? Right. So now, I, I, now I'm taking all these hits, too. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, and, you know, like, let's, we'll take it all the way down because there's some people listening going, well, I don't have kids and I'm not a leader at work. Okay. Tell you what, you walk in your house sideways and you've got a dog. Right. <laughs> that dog's jiving off your emotions too, and like, oh, yeah. okay. Well, I'm gonna tear something up then. Right. Thanks right. Thanks for coming out. You're not happy to see me. Well, I'm not happy to see you either. <laughs> and it's it's that's that barreling headlong into the problem that we talked about. Yeah. You know. Right. And the same can be said for the first part as the the run away from it situation right. where you know all those separate entities that are relying on you as the leader mm -hmm. are gonna see you like tuck up and they're going to be like uh oh right and then nothing gets done right everybody is just frozen in whatever feeling that they're feeling you know it's 
it reminds me of a quote from one of the greatest Americans I know, Buck James. Yeah. One time, he said this quite a bit, and it became kind of our catchphrase for our first deployment. But it, it still rings very true today. You get complacent, you get dead. Yeah. And yeah. if you stop when there's a problem, if you don't try and figure out a way to push through it and close the distance and fix it, like in, in a metaphorical or literal sense for right. us, <laughs> you're going to get dead. Yeah. That goal is not going to be achieved. Right. Right. Nothing ever gets accomplished from just standing still or ta- or shuffling backwards. No. Or, and, and really, you know, lateral movements aren't helpful either. You're not you're not getting closer. You're no. not particularly if you if you know what the problem is and right. you're going to try and just, you know, back and forth around it. It's not going anywhere. Now, you're once you're going close to enough to, to touch that problem. Progress. Right. You might need to scoot left or right, right to see it from a different angle. Right. But you're not going to know that until you're right up on it. Until you're closer. You know, it's people can Google it later, but it's like if you were coming straight at me and you're like, uh oh, this isn't working, I need to do like a half step to the right and go for a seatbelt. You know, okay. Right. That's right. a good idea. You should probably do that because at least one hand stops punching you almost immediately. Right. And <laughs> you better keep that hand up because the other one's going to be rocking you with uppercuts. <laughs> but, but you have to. Once you get close, you, right. you have that opportunity to do a little asymmetrical thinking yes, and, and figure out. Yes, and that's a viable solution. But get one thing to stop hitting you, and then focus on the next thing. I, you know, I think that's part of the problem is that instead of breaking it down into steps, it's all of it at once. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna take down the whole thing at once, and that that just doesn't work. It doesn't it doesn't even work in wildlife. Hell, you, it, you don't you don't see a tiger take down a whatever. You know, by putting the entire thing in his mouth. No. He takes and one good chomp of a vital part of it. He's got a what's next plan for once he does, right. that, does that first chomp. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not going to do this out in the middle of the Serengeti. I'm going to have to drag you back somewhere. <laughs> right. I don't want to hunt too far. I want to drag you five miles back to the house. Right. <laughs> and so there, there is that. And that brings me to kind of my next point, though, is that so once you've accepted it. Right. That it's going to suck. Once you've decided, okay, I'm going to close the distance. Yes. And confidently right then now you're at the problem now you're right. there and here's what I want everyone to hear like in your little tiny heart chakra whatever thing you've got <laughs> get this you're in it now right and that's it the yes. only like I'm gonna get a little intense once you are in it the only way through it is forward damn it yes that is it yeah that is it yep. you you're not this isn't where you get in there and go, it's too big. This isn't where you get in there and go, it's too much. No. No, no, no. Right. Push through. Right. And it look, might I'm not saying you against, you know, Genghis Khan. Right. Like, yeah, you might want to back up, dude. Right. I'm talking about, like, that problem set, that spreadsheet, that, you know, deadline, that bedtime, that whatever it is. Right. You're in it now. Right. Get through right it. Right there. There's no, there's no jump in. Like, because here's the deal. All you're going to do is make it worse. Exactly. At that point, all you've done is followed up worse, and there there is no solution. Right. Well, it's like with your bedtime example. If you're like, okay, it's bedtime, everybody go to bed, you start handing out hugs and kisses, and then you're like, oh, never mind. Everybody sit back down. Right. They're, then the next time you say it's bedtime, they don't take you quite as seriously. They don't get up as quickly. They don't, you know, you've, you have lost your command. And using, and you've also lost kind of the element of surprise, right? You know? the, the, I know all your tricks now, right? You know, it's like in the in the clinch drill, if Joe comes screaming at me, 
and then he's catching a few in the clinch, and he lets go of the clinch, and then he backs up. Right. Oh, <laughs> game on. <laughs> I hope you got your mouthpiece in, player, because it's about to get ugly. I mean, and those are the seriously. I'm going to use it as the analogy because that's what I'm doing. Those are the ones, and I'll be honest, I, I'm retired now. You can't do nothing to me. <laughs> Those were the ones that when they came back, mm-hmm. when they started to close the distance again, I'm going to set an example here. Right. I'm going to make you the example to everyone. You're going to bleed now. It's going to happen. Right. That 50% striking's getting turned up to 70, and I'm not going to just swing like rock'em, sock'em robots. I'm delivering one straight to your beak, homeboy, and you're going to bleed <laughs> right. right now. Right. The other thing, too, is on the opposite side of that, you have lost so much confidence by having to pull back because you were you were afraid, right. you felt like you were losing, you felt like whatever, and now you've got to start completely over, and your confidence is depleted because it did not go well. And you see that problem not only still there, but looking, staring you down like, I've got right. your number. Right. Now it, it, it appears to have gotten bigger. <laughs> How is that possible? <laughs> and in any scenario, whether it's at work or at the house or getting punched in the face by me, the other negative consequence to that is everyone sees it. Yeah. Everyone sees it. Right. And you see them see it. So your confidence is lowered. Your power base is gone. Like right. there's, you're, you're right. floundering here and right. everyone even knows yourself, it. I mean, your self-talk at that point is even way off base, you know, and that you... You can't do it. You couldn't do it before. You couldn't, you know, last time this happened. What are we going to do now? And you're going into panic mode. And punching out on the problem set just puts you back to square one. Right. Because now all those initial fears are back. Right. You validated that it sucks. You validated that getting hit hurts. You validated that all the I can'ts, I can'ts, I can'ts, because you just didn't. Right. Whereas if you just stayed in there, sucked it up. Right. Took your licks and finished. That's right. You'd be done. Right. It would be be over. over. (laughs) And in the the scenario I'm using, there's three problems. Right. You're going to have to do this three times consecutively. Right. So if you do that on the first one, even if you make it through, you're not ready for the next two. No. No. And that is life. It It is problem after problem that comes up. It, yes. It's just, it, it's not because the universe is out to get you. It's not. It's not because because you're bad at humaning. It's because that is just life. You and I'll tell you control what. control everything. When it comes to that, mm-hmm. what you're saying is true. But I, I want to twist that around a little bit so people look at that as a good thing. Because I'll tell you what. Right. You don't have problems if you don't have goals. Right. <laughs> And look, that's true. Having problems is great. Right. The, it's great. Right. Those problems turn into opportunities. Because that means you have goals. Right. You're moving towards something. Exactly. And that's exciting. And like for so you know, my journey through martial arts, like I ended up getting my black belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu eventually, mm-hmm. when that's that's a challenge in itself. Right. Yeah. Um but by the time I was a level four black belt Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, all you know, MMA combatives fella mm-hmm. there was not a, if you were like hey you want to do a clinch drill I would laugh like yeah sure sure yeah. sure I will right why not you you really want me to come at you right like no you can punch me that's fine <laughs> because I had gone through it so many times right. so many times confidently pushed through it pushed through it and so that and then along the way I got more skills and more tools to use because I pushed through those problem sets so by the time I got to a point yes. where someone was being silly Right. They were doing it in jest because they knew yes. if I close the distance with you, you're in trouble. Right. My problems <laughs> then knew 
I was trouble. Right. And so when problems saw me coming, they're like, oh, crap. <laughs> He's going to come guy. straight through us. Right. Exactly. If you don't want to exactly. send that message to the whole world, something is wrong with you, man. Right. 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 That you can figure out anything. Like, isn't that... You're willing to challenge anything that tells you And the truth of it know. is, look, you know me very well. Mm-hmm. And I, I am a, a problem enthusiast. Yes. I love problems. Right. And I love to hurt their feelings. Right. Like, I, I see problems and I go, oh, game on. Like, <laughs> you messed up now, A.A. Ron. Right. Like, I get excited. Right. Well, I think you also have the, the view of it's never no. It's nope. just not right now. Not right now. And, you know, and sometimes in that moment where you're getting ready, you're approaching the problem, you're getting ready to take those first confident steps, the no is now behind you. And the now time is coming up. And that's the thing. You know, forward progress is forward progress. Right. So let's let's take it away from fighting, right? Mm-hmm. Let's put it back into the, the realm of the rest of the world. Let's say that there's a goal you're going after and there's a connect that you need to make. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this before with I don't know anyone, right? right? So let's say you reach out to someone you don't know, but they are in an advantageous position to get you where you want to be. Right. And you send out that first email. Mm-hmm. And you get that response back that's not right now, right? right? Yeah. Don't back up. Don't say, well, thanks for your time. I appreciate it. You right. know? No, no, no. You've already made progress forward. Stay there at least. Right. Marinate there some kind for of, a second. Right. Some kind of relationship. Then, a little bit of a conversation. You know, once you've figured out, oh, I know how to shoot now. Okay. Right. You know how to angle. Send that next email. Like, right. don't back up from the progress you've already made. Right. Right. Keep keep going develop it more it's it's not a lost cause if something takes a little longer than you think it was going to right i mean the reality is you know in those situations like we've talked about with barreling headlong into it and you know charging straight at me is with your head up that's gonna you're gonna see lights pretty quick and they're not (laughs) gonna be flash bulbs at the red carpet like (laughs) but if you want to start moving and be intentional about it Mm -hmm. and don't give up any ground and stay in the fight Stay in the fight, man. Like right. that, I don't know. No, you're exactly right. It's it's staying in the fight. There's so many times where you get right up to the line, and and you know, the flag's about to drop, and you're about to go, and then it's like, oh, I forgot about this thing. Let me let me go back over here. I'll I'll be back, and you right. go back to go putter around with something else that's really not going to make any difference. Go after the goal. Keep yeah. your eyes focused on the goal. And the thing, you know, we've, we've, over the last couple of months, we've done a lot of goal stuff. We've talked about like taking first steps, like just start, just right. start. Right? right. And we've talked about planning a lot and how like that's important so that you know yes. which direction you're going. Right. But this is, this is like the application of all of those things. Right. And, and it's also is showing you like, just because you've got a plan, right? right. You've got a skill set. you've got, you know, tools at your disposal, just because you've started, mm-hmm. it's still going to suck. <laughs> right. Right. And that doesn't mean don't do it. Right. I, that's, I think that's the thing. It's like when you were talking about relying on what you've learned, you, you have learned enough to get you to where you are. There are more learning points along the way and keep picking those up. Right. They're only going to help you get to the next thing. You know, it's like we talk about resiliency in the moment, those sitting stars with that's not true and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And 
And that, that start point on this, when we're talking about heading towards a problem you know is going to suck, those are the things that make you take the first step across the line. Right. And it's it's not because, it's, it's not, that's not true, I'm not going to get punched in the face. It's, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get punched in the face, but I know what I'm doing when I get there. Exactly. And the other thing is, I think, is that you know at some level it's worth it. It's worth it to go through this part that's so difficult, that sucks so much, that's so awful. Right. You know, because the end state is going to be so glorious. And that's another reason why I love this analogy so much. Mm -hmm. Anyone who studied Mm jujitsu understands that it's a cult. Okay? (laughs) We are a cult. Um, And that's okay. And in, in all the best ways. The Modern Army Combatives Program within the military, it's it's just a baby version of jujitsu cult life, you know? <laughs> it is. Right. And and once you're in it, you're in it. Yeah. Like you're accepted now. Mm-hmm. And level one, like, you know, it's one of those things that everyone kind of shrugs off as everyone does it. Not not true. Right. You know, everyone yeah. gets part of level one, but in basic training it's not even a, a curriculum check the block at least when I was a drill sergeant unless they've changed it Mm -hmm. it's something you have to want to do right and level two you have to want to do it and so you're by pushing through those problems like you're moving into a whole world of acceptance yes with people who have had shared hardships who have mutual respect for your work ethic right and this is what you want out of life guys this is what you want yes well the thing is is you know I think everybody does see people that they admire and they're like oh they seem to overcome all their problems and they seem to be able to walk through without too much difficulty it's not the case they're getting as many punches to the face as you are and when you walk through that same fire they do they turn around and they're like oh look he's making it come on And, and you have now created this community that's also rooting for you and they're going to start sharing their tips and tricks with you and that yeah it's just exciting there you know there's levels in life just like there's levels in that program right and when you hit a certain level you may have gotten there you may have had different strikers or different people in your class right but there's a level where everyone goes okay we're the same right you know like people have asked me how the hell did I get Dr. Bruce Zoran on the show? Right. Right. That's a what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Top orthopedic trauma surgeon on the planet. Right. <laughs> because we met mm-hmm. at a certain level. Yes. And while our lives and ways to get where we were have been wildly different, there's that we look at each other and go, okay, we're totally different. Right. We've done totally different things. We have totally different professions. Mm-hmm. But we're, we're the same. Right. Because it took some doing to get where we are. Right. There's some shared hardship that you can see in another person when they have been going after the goals in their life and accomplishing them. And you're like, hey, let's, let's talk about this. <laughs> and, you know, if you listen to that episode, he did a lot of, like, crap, new problem. Right. Close oh, yeah. the distance. Impose my will. Yeah. There was no running away from it. Right. Right. You, you, it, you have to stand up and face and face the problems. You yeah. have to stand up and face the striker to get to graduation, to get to your goals. There's and not another way around it. There's not. And that that was the theme of the week. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess we'll wrap it up. But, like, that's just, that's what I want you guys to take away yeah. is there's going to be problems. Right. They're going to suck. Yes. It's going to hurt. Right. That doesn't mean don't do it. That right. means methodically close the distance and impose your will on the situation right. and push through it. And once you're in it, you're in it. There's no tapping out. Right. Go. Right. Embrace it. 
and, and I say that in the in the blog, and I'll <laughs> I'll end it here with this. It's a saying that we said about all things that were going to be miserable, and it's anytime it's it's such a, a cliche thing in the military. Everyone knows <laughs> it, but it embrace the suck. Yeah, embrace the suck. Right, like, makes you stronger. You know, and we did it with everything. It starts to rain, yell at the clouds. Right, you know, <laughs> right. Taunt the weather, like because then. It gives you the power back in the situation. Right. right. So, you know, pragmatic acceptance, always move forward and impose your will. Yes, indeed. All right. <laughs> and we will see you guys next time. Bye. All right, folks. There you have it. That was the show. Uh, so I did my best, and I think I did a great job about not getting uber aggro this time. Sometimes I do. Sometimes, particularly when I'm talking about something where it's like, this is one of those topics where you feel like you want to just grab somebody and say, just start doing it, right? <laughs> like, just go, just go, damn it. Like, that's how this one makes me feel. So, uh, but I kept a pretty calm head. And so I'm proud of me and I'm proud of you. And I want you to go start applying these things today, like right this second, go do it. Go start going after those problems. Go start going after those goals and, you know, impose your will on the problems that are between you and your goals and just go make it happen, Captain. Anyway, hope you guys enjoy the show and I will talk to you next time.